Welcome to the I Will Be Your Church podcast, Virtual Sanctuary. Be strengthened today with the truth of God's love so that you can say to your families, your friends, your co-workers, and your social media worlds, I will be your church. Your host for today's episode is Joanna Church. Welcome back to this season where we are talking about growing up and maturing spiritually. Today we are going to talk about the importance of maturing in love. We are going to look at a lot of scriptures that talk about love today. And this may be one of the most important messages that I speak on, and I'm going to give you two reasons for that from Scripture. The first is from 1 Corinthians 13, when the Apostle Paul tells us that without love being at the foundation of our walk with God, everything else we do, any religious act, prophesying, reading scriptures, fasting, preaching, teaching, praying, giving, caring for the poor. All of those things mean nothing if those actions are not rooted in and flowing from the love of God. And Galatians 5, 6 tells us that no external rituals that we do in our body brings about righteousness and salvation in our lives, but that our faith is activated and expressed and actually works through God's love. Have you ever wondered how to get your faith working for you? Receive God's love for you and let his love fill your life so full that you cannot doubt his salvation. You won't be able to doubt his provision or his healing. You won't be able to doubt his direction or his deliverance. Your faith will start working and producing fruit when you stand secure in the knowledge of his love. You know, the world has tried to get us to see love as something that originates from within ourselves. We are bombarded with the message of the world that love is rooted in sexual and emotional attraction, and therefore any love is true love. But as citizens of the kingdom of heaven, we see love from an entirely different understanding. Because in the kingdom of God, love is God. And God is love. He is the originator. He is the source. He is the root. We can't even fully express our own love until we have first received his love. Sexual and emotional love can fade, but his love can never fade because he is love and he cannot fade. Now, I am not trying to come to you today and pretend that I have it all together and that I walk in and fully understand and comprehend the full love of God. I'm still growing in this area myself, and I'm desperately seeking a greater understanding and greater receptivity on my part of God's love. And the thing about it is the fact that God is love means that there is nothing that we can do to earn that love. There's not any sort of uh, religious ritual or works that I can do that are going to make God be able to love me anymore 
And the reason for that is, is because there is no variation to God. There is no up or down in God. There is no fading, as I said. There is no magnification or demagnification of love from God, because to do that would be to diminish himself or to make himself greater when he can't. He is God and he is love. So when God chooses to pour his love out on us, that means he's pouring himself on us. He's making that choice to do it. And there is no greater or lesser that he can present to us. So when in the book of Acts, it says that the scripture was fulfilled on the day of Pentecost, when the spirit was poured out on the people in the upper room, Peter got up and he said, today, the prophecy from Joel is being fulfilled in your sight. The prophecy that states that the spirit of God would be poured out on all flesh, all flesh, everyone in the world, every part of the world, the love of God, the spirit of God, the spirit of love, God himself was poured out onto this earth, all of his love poured out onto every human and every human from that day forward is now in the position to choose whether or not they're going to raise their hands to God and receive that love, that unending higher than we can understand, deeper than we can understand, greater and wider than we can understand love of God that has been poured out on them. It is their choice. Will I receive that love? And that is your choice today. Will you receive the full love of God? Let's look at some scriptures. First John 4. 7 through 21. Now I'm not going to read the entire, this entire passage. What I'm going to do is just read all of the places where it talks about God and his love in those passages. But I encourage you to go back yourself and read the full context of these passages. First John 4, 7 through 21. Love comes from God. God is love. This is real love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us. God loved us that much. His love is brought to full expression in us. God is love and all who live in love live in God and God lives in them. We know how much God loves us and we have put our trust in his love. Such love has no fear because perfect love casts out all fear. If we are afraid, it is because we fear punishment. And this shows that we have not fully experienced his perfect love. Think about that for a second. His love is so perfect, so consistent, so much a part of who he is, that when we have received God's love and we have allowed ourselves to fully experience his love, we can live in this world with no fear. Because when situations or troubles or persecutions or lack or sickness or loss of jobs or inflation, when any of these things come our way, we can have no fear because we know and walk in the love of God for us. 
Which takes me back to my first point at the beginning. How do we get our faith working during those hard times? By receiving God's love for us, by believing that He loves us, that He has poured out Himself, His love on us, because our faith works by trusting in His love. Do you find it hard to believe that God loves you specifically, you personally? You aren't some super Christian, megastar pastor, some missionary in a foreign land. You may be just struggling to make it through each day without cursing out your neighbor. But I promise you, Jesus himself, the very Savior who put himself on a cross for you, he actually thanked God that he, the Father, loved us just as much as the Father loved him. Let's read it in John chapter 17, when Jesus is praying before his crucifixion. Here is part of his prayer. I am praying, Father, not only for these disciples who are with me now, but also for all who will ever believe in me through their message. I pray that they will all be one, just as you and I are one, as you are in me, Father, and I am in you. May they be in us, one, so that the world will believe you sent me. I have given them the glory you gave to me, so that they may be one in us as we are one. I am in them, and you, Father, are in me. May they experience such perfect unity that the world will know that you sent me and that you love them as much as you love me. Well, we believe that if Jesus said it, it is true. So are you one of the people he was referencing in this prayer? Are you one of those people who believed in Jesus because of the message of good news that you heard? If so, then this passage of scripture says that you are loved by God with the same measure and fervency that God loves Jesus, his firstborn son. He even goes on to say that because we believe in him, he also gives us the same glory the same worth, the same value, the same weightiness and presence. That's what glory is. The divine worth, the divine weightiness of God. Jesus said, I have given my glory to those whom I have loved, just as I have been given glory by the Father. If you can latch on to this today, if you can grab that truth and believe it, your life will be completely transformed. Your faith in all of the promises of God will begin working in your life because our faith works by his love. You can live in this world with no fear because his perfect love working in your life will cast out all fear. Your mind will transform into kingdom thinking mind as you grow from the root of his love for you. 
Your soul and emotions will find peace and stability as you grow and mature from the root of His love for you. Your body will find healing as you grow from the root of His love for you. The way you see and deal with finances will change as you grow from the root of His love for you. Your ability to recognize and follow His leading and direction in your life will increase and mature as you grow from the root of His love for you. Your ability to learn new things and expand your understanding will increase as you grow up from the root of his love for you. Your confidence to step out in faith to pray for other people, give prophetic words of wisdom to other people will increase as you grow and mature in his love for you. And ultimately, your ability to truly walk and live in love towards your fellow humans will explode as you grow and branch off and produce the fruit of love from his root of love for you. Your love won't fade away or be based on sexual or emotional attraction. Your love won't shift with the sands of time. Your love won't qualify or quantify itself against another person's behavior or social status or political leanings. Your love will not be flimsy and weak and immature. But when you are connected to the actual root that is love himself, you will grow up and mature into a mighty oak tree of love that is immovable in the face of mocking, scorn, betrayal, offense, persecution, and hate. Your love will be solid, strong, faithful, hopeful, joyful. Your love will be faith-filled. For as Paul says in Romans chapter 8, if God is for us, who can ever be against us? Since he did not spare even his own son, but gave him to us, won't he also give us everything else because of his great love? Who dare would accuse us whom God has chosen for his own? No one. For God himself has given us right standing with himself because of his love. Who then can condemn us? No one. For Christ Jesus died for us and was raised to life for us, and he is sitting in the place of honor at God's right hand, speaking for us and on our behalf. So can anything ever separate us from Christ's love? Does it mean he no longer loves us if we have trouble or calamity or when we are persecuted or hungry or destitute or in danger or threatened with death? No, despite all these things, Paul says, overwhelming victory is ours through Christ who loved us. Paul continues on. He's not done talking about this love. He's, he's got more to say. He says, I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love. Neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today nor our worries about tomorrow, not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. No power in the sky above or in the earth below 
Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that he revealed through Christ Jesus, our Lord. Go back and read that again. Romans chapter eight, nothing, nothing can separate you from the love of God because he has poured out his love on all flesh. All you have to do is receive it. Receive it. If those words do not cast out fear from your life, if they don't stir your faith, nothing ever will. Take hold of this promise that nothing in your past, in your present, or in your future will ever be able to separate you from God's love for you. His love stands for eternity, and he is pouring out his love on you today. If you will just believe it and receive it, receive the Holy Spirit who is full of and embodies love. Again, I I can't say enough how important this message is. Learning how to walk without fear in this world, without fear, no matter what is happening in the world around us. Learning how to work our faith out, actually activate our faith, actually see our faith grow and achieve what we set it upon. Seeing our faith work when we put it in conjunction with the promises of God because we know that he loves us. Can you imagine the difference in your life when you come to that point of knowing and believing and receiving the love of God? Can you imagine right now a life with no fear and a life where faith is always working? Let me end with this prayer from Ephesians chapter 3. When I think of all these things, I fall to my knees and I pray to the Father, the creator of everything in heaven and on earth. I pray that from his glorious, unlimited resources, he will empower you with inner strength through his spirit so that Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him, that your roots would grow down deep into God's love and keep you strong, and that you would have the power today to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, how deep his love is. May you experience the love of Christ today, though it is even too great to understand fully. For then I believe you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. Then you will be made mature spiritually with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. Now all glory to God who is able through his mighty power that is working within us to accomplish infinitely more today than we might ask or think. Glory to him in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations forever and ever. Now go, be the love-filled church of God in your world 
today. If you feel blessed by the I Will Be Your Church podcast, please subscribe so that you never miss a day. And then share it with your friends. Check out our website, IWillBeYourChurch.com to learn more about us, check out Ben's blog, connect with us on social media, and become a part of this church family movement.